0: Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau.
1: Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. You know, poetry has been referred to as the love language, you know, Roses are red. Violets are blue. You're so sweet that I love you. Yeah, that's about the extent of Brother Bob's poetry creativity right there. All right. But thank God we have the Bible where the Psalms are just filled with poetry. And just think about it. David just sat there under the tree watching the sheep. He spent his days contemplating God. He spent time worshiping God. He spent time writing poetic songs to his God. And what did God have to say about all this? David is a man after my own heart. Amen. Mm -hmm. Today's guest is a man of God that I've known for a few years now. In fact, we have the same birthday, just half a world apart in different time zones. Amen. (laughs) We call each other our twin, praise God. But he's been anointed with a special gift to use poetry to show people the light of the gospel. Praise God. Lloyd Portman is from down under in New New Zealand. It's early in the morning there, so I wouldn't be surprised to hear a cup of coffee every now and then. Praise God. I got mine right here, too, for those watching the video. Praise God. It's middle of the afternoon here. But like I said, I've known Lloyd for a few years, and we always have a great conversation every time we manage to get together for a few minutes. And today, we're recording our conversation for your benefit. Glory to God. Lloyd is semi-retired now, He had his own farm, he worked in construction, (laughs) and adding to the list, he was a pastor for 12 years of a Pentecostal church in his own town. Lloyd has helped so many people over the years because of his ability to listen. He hears what they're saying, and he's given God the God-given ability to see through the clutter and bring them a word for God in due season to give them the guidance of the steps they need to move forward. And as I've referenced, he has a God-given gift for poetry, not just fanciful lines on random subjects, but on sharing the gospel message inside the poems that relate to you personally. I mean, it, I've experienced it. He sent me some poems that, hey, God, just want me to share this with you. And folks, Lloyd is spot on on everything he writes. Praise God. Help me walk back to the program, Lloyd Portman. Lloyd, it is so good to talk to you again, my friend.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Bob. I, I'd, I'd like to meet that fellow that you just introduced.
1: Amen, <laughs> hey, hey, amen. Yeah. Let, let me just say, okay, mate, you know how this works, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: This question, yeah, we, I, huh? we, we speak a different language in common.
1: Amen. <laughs> hey, well, the first question I always have to ask is, tell us, for those who haven't heard us talk before, tell us in your own words, who is
2: Lloyd Portman? That's an interesting question because one of the things that I have to answer to myself when I a- when I ask myself that question is that first and foremost I'm a son of God and boy do I am I so pleased that I am because I was not going down the right track when uh, God came and tapped me on the shoulder and and as a result of my walk with him, my life has been absolutely transformed. Gifts have been given to me by God, which I never thought it would have ever happened, you know? And and so this poetry thing, it all happened when the the church that I was pastoring owned the local uh, Christian bookshop. And what happened was we... I was down there just prior to Christmas selecting uh, presents for the audience, uh, for the five people. And I had them all set up there, ready to write them in the book (laughs) to make sure I was kept honest. And um, God just spoke to me and He said, Go and get five blank cards and put the presents away and go home and give them something from the pastor's desk. So I went home excited because I knew God was going to speak to them, and I was moving in uh, the prophetic gifting at the time. And I sat down and I said, okay, what do you want to say to this person? And away we went. And at the end of it, there were five prophetic words, but the difference was they were written poetically. They were written in the old Four four line stanzas, mm-hmm. because that's how I thought he had to write poetry <laughs> in those days. And uh, then the amazing thing was that God fulfilled every one of those prophetic poetry words to each of the people the following year. Amen. Amen. It was just amen. amazing. So, amen. Yeah. That's and I see the world through a um, a very different lens. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey Amen. You know, I I remember having to write poems in school, and I absolutely hated it. Okay. Yeah. I could never get yeah. my rhymes to rhyme right, or the prose to end right. It is always out of sync in some form or fashion. I end up getting like a D or a C, and and the <laughs> assignments. Uh, does, does this just come naturally for you now?
2: Yes, it does. And and I'll tell you what does happen. I sit there at my desk. Well, God will often prompt me to say something, and I'll say, okay. So I sit there with my desk, with my pen as a ready writer, and bang, he gives me a picture or gives me a word, and I'll write it, and then he fills it in. And uh, sometimes we go down to the botanical gardens, which we have here in Christchurch in New Zealand. It's, it's called the Garden City for, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And I sit there with, with God and we write poetry together. I write one line, he writes the next. Mm. And Amen. we have fun. We just Amen. have a lot of fun.
1: Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So you start out by writing it for the, the, as a gift for the people in church, but when did it become like, this is my calling?
2: Well, I was having a conversation with, with God about, um, some ministry stuff that I was involved in when I was a pastor and, um, and then, when I, when I got out of the ministry and I, I actually went back onto the tools, and I was, I used to be a farmer, but then I became a builder. And I started to uh, meet people. And then what happened was God started speaking to me about them. And many of these people were non Christians. And so I connected with them poetically. And most people have never had a poem written for them. And that's the first thing that they say, you know, I've never had a poem written for me. They probably thought I was hitting, trying to hit on them, but I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, it just opens people's hearts when you write it to them sincerely. So I saw that as a trend and then, And then uh, I had a very, very interesting encounter with my son. I picked him up from the airport at one o'clock in the morning and he knew I was writing poetry and, and, um, and he said to me, Oh dad, you know, you're still writing. And I said, yes. And he said, can I have a look at one? So I, I let him have one. This is at two o'clock in the morning. And, uh, and he started writing, reading through it, and his whole countenance changed. And then he put up his hand, like, "Don't ask me any questions. I'm absorbing this."
1: <laughs>
2: and then, and then he said, "He said, I've got to read this thing again." He said, "This is amazing. I didn't realise that this is the sort of stuff you write."
1: Hey, now,
2: for your son to tell you that, that's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah.
2: Hey, so. Man. From that point, I started to focus on writing poetry for people, and generally, you know, summarising. Because one of the things I love doing is defining principles, spiritual principles, and words, and and everything. And uh, like I, I wrote a poem recently called uh, "Faith" with a question mark behind it.
1: <laughs> amen amen how's and that real? I, yeah.
2: and what i what I said was that faith real faith for us as Christians is actually audacity
1: yeah if you think yeah. about it yeah
2: because when you believe something deeply in your heart you you get out there and you just you just go with it mm-hmm. there's no um There's no if, buts, or ands. It's, no, I believe this, and I believe this so emphatically that I'm going to go for it. And um, in the show notes underneath, I'm going to give you a, um, a free copy of the first chapter of the book that I'm writing about Jesus in me. And it's my story about how my walk with God started because I had to prove that God was real and practical and not just some theological thing that you had to believe in. It had to be real. Yeah. So God went about proving to me how real he was, and, mm. man, wow. I had an amazing time. Amen. And and this is the sort of stuff that that I really want to impart to people because, when my son read that, it gave me such an amazing revelation that this stuff actually works. Yeah. And yeah. and I was and I was at a <laughs> this you'll laugh at this one. <laughs> I was at a um at a place and uh, we were selling stuff because I used to make um all sorts of uh, wooden things and sell them at markets. Anyway, there was a a woman that I used to either stand beside a stand or share a stand with her or whatever, but anyway, she found out that I wrote poetry because I obviously dropped it in the conversation. I don't know how it came up. Anyway, she asked me if she could read some, so I gave her one. And uh, she started reading it, and she started weeping. Mm. Now, I was telling one of the guys I was working for and uh, working with in the mines in Australia, (laughs) and he said to me, he said, oh, he said, is your poetry that bad? (laughs) (laughs) Amen, amen, So, yeah, that's how it sort of all started, and and I just can't stop writing it. Amen, amen. Now
1: you've created a new website. uh, What is it called?
2: It's devotionalchristianpoetry.com. Amen. Amen.
1: So devotional Christian poetry is what you do, and it's located on yep. what website? Uh,
2: devotionalchristianpoetry.com.
1: I knew that. I just like the name. wanted you to say it again. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're a cheeky man. <laughs> My twin is a cheeky
1: fellow. <laughs> uh, you've used your poetry to minister to people in a variety of circumstances and callings to, to help them with encouragement and, and direction in their life when they needed it. And you also give all the credit to the Holy Spirit in guiding you in writing these individualized poems, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's pretty amazing. Amen. And. You know, what are the goals of your new website? What, what is it you're hoping to accomplish?
2: The, the, whole, the whole situation that I've set up is that uh, when you join the membership, you receive a poem every day, a brand new poem. And in the poem, you've got the basic poem. Then you've got a reflection, which builds on the poem. Then you've got three questions. And obviously there's scripture sprinkled through it. And then at the end of that, I've included a meditation because I'm 72 years old and the older I get, the more I'm actually meditating on a verse. I mean, God just highlights a verse to me as I'm reading and I just study it. And, and it's like I eat it for the day. Mm -hmm. So the purpose of this poetry is first devotional for the people who are reading it because it's a different way of seeing things. And yeah. the, the the questions that are there, I mean, often I, I listen to questions and questions can be quite condemning, can't they? Yeah, amen. Um, I don't want to condemn them. Because here's another thing that <laughs> identifies me as being a bit weird. Um, someone asked me one day, a mate of mine, he said, oh, you know, about reading the Bible. And I said, you know what? And it just came out of my mouth. I didn't even think about it. These words came out of my mouth, and I listened to them. I said, I don't read the Bible. It reads me. Mm, amen. And he goes, amen. oh wow, that's that's pretty interesting. And I said, yeah, well, that's that just popped out, so that's what happens. And it, as I get older, it reads me even more. Yeah, yeah. Amen. <laughs> and it's so beautiful because if you let whatever you're reading read your heart, then things can change and things can be adjusted. Amen. You can relate to it. Uh, you see the world through a different lens, and all of a sudden the world just becomes a lot more deeper and brighter because God is just amazing. I, I he's totally, uh, and you you just can't um, identify words for him. The words, exactly. you know, exactly. when it says, "Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good," it's like, wow, yeah. It's all in that one word, taste, and that's yeah. about the experience. Yeah. So I really want people and their devotionals to experience God in a different way. I then want that that different way to be revelational. Mm. So it's, this is a revelation to them about that scripture or about that principle. For example, what we were talking before about faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Faith, Amen. you know, yeah.
1: is is
2: actually audacity. If you yeah. think about it, if you let those words sink into you. Now, if you're legalistic, you will say no, 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 no. The word says this, da, 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 da. Okay. Well, so what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, and man. then the other part of this, um, of this, the goals of this whole website is to provide the material for group study, mm. so at a home group where you've got twenty or thirty people, the leader can read out the poem and read out the whole thing because it's the words vary from three four hundred words up to seven or eight hundred words, but there's a lot in it for people to to take to themselves so it it really uh, brings out a great group discussion yeah because Amen. you know if if for example if if I read the the verse about um, faith being audacity can you imagine the conversation that would come out yeah. of that yeah exactly
1: <laughs> exactly that's why I say so it's it's for devotional for your own personal time with yeah. the Lord which yeah. provides revelation because the Lord will give you a revelation about a subject or an issue. And then you can take that into the group study and get other inputs on it, share with other people that, that might be the answer to something they've been trying to to pray about. And now you come out and say, well, the Lord showed me this. And they're going to say, ah, that's what I've been waiting to see. You know, something like that. Amen. Amen. And and this
2: is, this is the wonderful part of it because I, my poetry's been read at funerals at weddings at um all sorts of occasions from pulpits and and um like okay he, here's here's a, a a little snippet i remember talking and preparing a couple to be married okay and i said to them i said uh when we stand at the altar I said, you know what that altar really represents? And they both looked at me really blankly, shrugging their shoulders. And I said, you know, in in true honesty, I said, that altar represents you dying to yourself, both of you. Because I said, if this marriage is going to work, it's only going to work if you die to yourself. If you come into this marriage thinking that you've got it all sussed and you're going to be the leader and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I'm not going to point fingers at male or female, but we've all got agendas. Mm -hmm. But if we don't sacrifice our life and if we don't lose our life, we don't get it. If we lose our life, we save it. If we hold on to our life, we lose it. Amen. And. That's the quirky way I see things.
1: Yeah, amen. <laughs> amen. Yeah, amen. When, when I do a ceremony, I tell them at, at one point in the ceremony, I was trying to lighten the mood a little bit, you know, and because <laughs> and, 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 you know, it, it keeps the people engaged in what you're talking about. And I, I get up there, I'll say uh, something to the effect of, you know, the love of God conquers all. You know, God never says, I love you except when. God just <laughs> says I love you, right? Yeah. That's all it ever says. And I'll say, and when one party of this marriage does something wrong, and then I always yeah. lean over to the bride's side and say, and he will, right? And that gets everybody, <laughs> everybody gets a good <laughs> chuckle out of that, right?
2: <laughs> yeah
1: the love of God will keep it all together. You know, <laughs> but, yeah. I, but I, I always put that in there because nobody's expecting it. You know, it's just, nah. it just breaks up. They say, so the love of God always says, I love you. And when one party does something wrong, And he will. (laughs) (laughs) Just chuckled. And I always get that was great. That was absolutely great. And I never had a groom get mad at me for doing it. (laughs) No, no,
2: no. And then and then when you counsel him a year or two later, you can say, and he will. And And he did.
1: He did. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Before we get into this, before we get into some of the details of how your new website and your new program work. Can you give us an example of a poem that you can share with us?
2: Yeah, well, I'm not sure whether I should actually read that one about audacity.
0: <laughs> I oh, like the on. one,
2: Come Now. How about that one? Okay, all right, okay, Come Now. This is a poem that I wrote as a result of reading uh, Isaiah chapter 1, verse 16, where God says, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are scarlet, they shall be washed as white as wool. And the amazing thing about that, that verse is that is the invitation from God, okay? And here's the thing that we often struggle with and this is one of the problems i see in christianity is that we often go to prayer and we actually speak at god we don't speak with god we don't wait to hear his response there's no relationship that is uh, back and forth back and forth so when you when you read that and and it's and it says come now let us reason together what God showed me when I first read that verse was uh it's the spirit of entreaty. God entreats us yeah. to come to him and Amen. reason together. And if you study the original Hebrew words to those, I mean it's pretty phenomenal. Like God's not afraid to to go in and argue a case. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, hang on a minute, we can't speak to God like that. Well, go through the Psalms. David yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. You see Amen. you see the beautiful thing about David all through the Psalms. He speaks to God when he's angry, mm-hmm. when he's stressed, and when he's totally in love with God. Yeah. It's Job, all those
1: emotions. Job did too.
2: Yeah, and, exactly. And he's, his book's in the Bible. <laughs> exactly. So God's not offended by you coming to him with your boxing gloves on to sort something out. It's it's he's a loving God and you can't scare God he's heard every name under the sun. He's been called every name under the sun. But God is love. Amen. He doesn't do love. He is love. Yep. And that's the bit that and and the wonderful thing about God's love, it's unconditional. So you don't have to be good. You can walk into God's room and talk with him, no problem. Anyway, this this poem, Come Now, came out of the revelation that I had uh, with him and the relationship that we can actually develop with him uh, about this. So the poem's called Come Now. And here's the first, here we go. Come to the table of my heart the table of reasoning. We can discuss issues tripping you up and work together on them. I am the one who washes your scarlet, transforming it to pure snow. Please don't resist or hide. The door to my heart is always open. You can't do this alone. The table of reasoning becomes the table of friendship and exchange rags for riches righteousness for unrighteousness it's free to exchange as you trade the rights to your life losing your life to gain it
1: amen amen that's awesome Hey folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time for this portion of today's interview with Lloyd Portman as we're discussing his ministry to the body of Christ, devotional Christian poetry. I cannot emphasize enough the need for you to at least visit his website and pray about signing up for his ministry work of poetry. You'll be blessed and you will grow and you'll be a better person, a better spouse, a better parent, a better child of God for the effort. Amen? Amen? If you want to get closer to your spouse or girlfriend, I'm telling you, poetry is the key. As Lloyd said in the interview, men tend to shy away from this, but the women just eat it up. I cannot emphasize how much this will help you to draw closer to the one you love. And ladies, once you begin to use these tips and techniques you learn in this membership, well, things will only look up from there, amen? I can't give away the secrets, but I urge you to drop down to the show notes, click the links right there. It's just a small monthly membership, less than a cup of coffee, if you know what I mean. But it will do your relationship a whole lot of good Praise God And be sure to come back for the next episode As we continue our discussion of Christian devotional poetry With Lloyd Portman Till next time, this is Pastor Bob writing you Be blessed in all that you do
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode Of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast Please subscribe to our podcast So you can be notified when another episode is published